<laughs> what is that? Why is that funny? <laughs> it's not really. You said one, two. I said five, four. <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome back to the Heart Nuzzle yeah. Podcast. <laughs> You're not recording, are you? We are recording live today. So, the big question is this. How are leaders like you that recognize people and technology are the backbone of the company they're building continue to make progress when they have no clear idea on how to develop individuals and utilize technology in a way that helps them remain profitable? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is Tom and Michaela, and welcome to the Heart and Hustle Podcast. Do you know that Jesus drives an Astro van? <laughs> I love the fact that Jesus drives an Astro van. Like, you know, how cool is that? I have never heard that song before in my life, and I have I have a newfound love of that tune. It's a good song. You guys should check out Pumpkin Spice playlist on Spotify. Yeah. It's really smooth. Yeah, we'll definitely link it below, but it was a pretty good song, so... It's a good playlist. I post it on my Instagram account. I don't think people are going to recognize it. No, so. they're not going to have any idea they're what you're talking about. They're going to say, what the hell is Tom talking about this time? <laughs> Tom talking about Jesus in an Astro van. You're Got so it. random. Most of the time, people are like, what the heck is Tom talking mm-hmm. about? How was your day? It was really good. Mm-hmm. It was like 60 degrees out here today. 70. and. Okay, it might have got to 70. Yeah. I'm not sure. The last time I looked, it was 68, and it was freaking gorgeous. Like, we sat outside the nest in our little patio chairs and took a tiny nap. It was really <laughs> nice. It, it wasn't too hot. It wasn't too cold. And what what did we say before we took a nap? We're like, where should we sit? Like, we have, like... Three different patios or four different patios and like five different seating areas. So many options. <laughs> Where should so we go? So many choices. So so we go on the um we we go on the west patio. <laughs> the sun was shining on us. It was warm. It was it was lovely. <laughs> you snorted once and jolted. I think I did. I yeah, woke I, myself up <laughs> snoring in the chair. I think I fell asleep, but I jolted myself up as my phone was going to drop. But I got it. I actually shoved up between my pants and my belt <laughs> to make sure i saw you do that that was so funny i'm like okay he doesn't want to drop that thing no i'd be i'd be, I'd be, be i already lost my airpods this weekend so i know what what the heck happened last time we checked your iphone they checked it at the house but 1209 on friday they were here anywhere they're gone what happened to them i don't know where are they don't know i've looked everywhere i've looked with you and we cannot find them no nope. We cannot find them anywhere. But you have some on order. Mm-hmm. There will be arriving Monday. You know what's really... that is one of three things you cannot live without it's in your one, life. One of five things I cannot live without. What are life. those five things? Five things I cannot live out? Yes. So if you left me right now, if you divorced me... I better be number one on your list, baby. You are number one on my list. But if you divorced me and you said, you got to leave the house, but you got to pick five things... Five things, and you can leave here with. What are you going to pick? Is that is that the question you're asking me? Okay, outside of me, yes. Okay. What are your five things? My AirPods. Yes. My wallet. Okay. My keys. Mm-hmm. My bullhorn. <laughs> bullhorn. My not hern horn. Your bullhorn. 
And what's the fifth? There, there, there is a fifth. Your phone. My phone, yes. Yes. My phone, my AirPods, my keys, my wallet, and my bullhorn. I'm not going to leave I love that. What is that Matthew, what's his name, who like lists the five things adults can't live without today? The keys, the phone, you yeah. know, you walk out mm-hmm. the door and you check your pockets for those three things. Yeah. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know, my great-grandfather, um, Peter Nielsen, he, he didn't own it, but he was an important person of a company in Omaha, in Omaha called Jubilee Horn Manufacturing, and he patented the cattle collar bullhorn. So it's the ones where you, you know, press the horn, and it sounds like a bull, I guess, in that field. It literally sounds like it a sounds like, bull and I used to have one in my old car, and I still have it to this day. And there's a link on my Instagram account. Um, you can take a look at it. I still have it. So when yes. we get to in where I was introduced with it, my dad um, put it inside of my his old Bronco. He had a '77 Bronco, this Vista orange color. Loved it as a kid, and he had it inside of there. And that was the first car that I had when I was a kid. So everybody knows it's not no, it's not any secret. Ain't no longer. But I have a uh, 2021 Bronco coming in about 30 days from now. Orange, of course. Super and uh, it's it, it's ready to go. I got all the parts this weekend. I got the lever that Dad handcrafted back in his tool and die days. And it's ready to go. And, and it's going to be mounted. And, and uh, yeah. So, anyways, I'm excited. I can't wait to see that Bronco. I can't wait. We've been waiting a long we time. We saw one, what, a week ago maybe on... Yes. It was a gray one, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. it was like steel gray. And the guy was at the gas station. And we pulled up next to him and mm-hmm. we were like, we have to talk to him. Like, we have to check like this we're, thing out. We're like getting gas <laughs> in our expedition. Like, you know, is this guy going to come out or what? You know, it's like it's like being this young guy and like this hot girl's going to walk out. And we're looking at this, the owner <laughs> of this his, Bronco. It was this old guy <laughs> and his grandson who popped in the backseat in Maybe his car seat. Maybe it was his son. Seat. Maybe it was just late. I think beginning. it was his grandson. I think it probably was yeah. too. And we like talked to him for like 20 minutes about his Bronco and yeah. what he had and what we ordered. And it was super exciting. Yeah. Super excited to yeah. get that Bronco. It was amazing. My dad had a Bronco and it just brings back some What color memories. was his? Was his his green? was white with a blue, uh, I think blue and black pinstripe around it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of memories in that What car. year was it? Like a 74 or something? It was like, I don't know. I don't know. I suck at that stuff. 73, 74 maybe. Yeah. Is that a thing? 73? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. But it was white. And I remember he had like these orange cushions in the back. And this is when you didn't have to have car seats. Cushions are like accent pillows. No, like cushions. Like couch cushions in the back. Your mom must have put them in there or something. No, I don't know. My mom had nothing to do with that. That was all my dad. Uh, And I remember going to the beach. The beach. I don't know what lake in Nebraska it was. Some dirty, nasty pond. (laughs) No, it wasn't even that far. It was probably like Ellie Ray and... Platte River. Anyway, yes. And we listened to Huey Lewis in the news, driving down the interstate, listening to that song on full blast, sitting in the back, no car seats, just hanging out back there. Remember those days? I remember those days. And one time, we were in the driveway waiting for my dad to get out of the car. 
or to get out of the house because we were going somewhere. We were all supposed to be going somewhere and me and my two brothers were in the back seat and he was in the house and we were in the back seat and my brothers were messing around with the car, put it in neutral. We rolled down the street. (laughs) It was bad. It was bad, but we survived it. So lots of memories in that Bronco. So I'm looking forward to our Bronco. Same thing here. Lots of memories and that thing. So grandpa bought it brand new in 1977. Um, and then dad bought it from him, I think in, I don't know what year it was, maybe 88 or 89, somewhere on that time frame, maybe 86. And then that was the first car I learned to drive on. That's so, funny. Yeah, I'm yeah. so, I'm, I can't believe we're so excited about this Bronco, but we are. And it's, it's crazy. It's, coming it's in like, like nothing can stop me. It's like, there's all these expenses like we have as a family and everything else we have going on. And she's like, nothing is going to stop me from acquiring this orange piece of iron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only thing I'm sad like, about, though, is that it has a V6. I mean, it's, I mean, I get it. It's an EcoBoost Ford, but I want the V8. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm getting different mufflers on day one or different exhaust. I mean, I am doing that. It's got to be the same. It's got to be manly. Like the big beefy tires too. The big Sasquatch edition suck my wake tires. Yes, <laughs> we're getting those. Yeah. We have to. It'll be fun. I'm excited about it. Anyway. I'm excited that you're excited about it. I'm excited that you're excited that I'm excited. I'm about excited it. that we're all excited and it's just exciting. It's like I'm going to take like a, like a month off work like next month. I am totally This podcast for that. may go on freaking hiatus. <laughs> I am maybe, totally for that. We may just podcast from the Bronco. <laughs> that would rock. Yeah. Well, maybe. We'll probably get in a wreck. Oh, wouldn't it be horrible if we wrecked it? Mm-hmm. You know I wrecked you my Bronco when I was things. a kid. My dad's Bronco. I wrecked no, you it. you did it. I did. I wrecked, no, it. Didn't. I wrecked it two times. How'd that happen? The first time, you know, it was crazy. But I, I went to pick up my buddy, Bill. Bill Frazier is his name. And I remember him... The, Night a day, but I went to pick him up from school and I backed out of his driveway. Oh no shit. Sorry. That was the Jeep. That was a that that was an eighty four Jeep Renegade. And I backed out of his driveway and the windows were all fogged up, middle winter, you know, iced over, and I backed out and a car was coming to hit me. But the other Bronco, um, I was driving down the inter- I was driving down like hundred and forty fourth and Pacific. Hundred and forty fourth heading to Pacific. And I'm not sure. I was distracted and I rear ended somebody. And I kid you not, I re- I rear-ended like a 1989, maybe 88, 300Z, Nissan 300Z. And I don't know, someone's going to have to fact check me if that's even a word. <laughs> <laughs> but I was told at the time that those cars, maybe like an 88 or 90, it had like these compression bumpers. Like when you rear-ended, it, it actually pushed out harder with more force. Than what you pushed in with, and it fact dem- check. Please do, but it demolished the front end of my car. I mean, this little three hundred ZX. I mean, I my front end, my Bronco was kind of crumpled a little bit. My dad was so pissed. Oh boy. Yeah, it wasn't good. And then the next, I don't like, think you ever told me about that yeah. one. Then a few months later, I think I got the Bronco Airborne. Airborne. It was airborne. All four wheels all were off the ground. What did you do? Well, my brother Mark and I, we were driving and we're on Harrison Street in Omaha and we're, the the road was closed and we didn't know it and we ended up just going through it. There was no sign, but we ended up going through it and hitting a dirt pile. <laughs> it 
we jumped we jumped it so it wasn't good and so mark so we ended up getting like these white like marks on the tires and my dad was like what the hell's that so anyways what did you tell him i don't know i just no idea i didn't say anything so no idea Okay. I know we did jump it. I did get all four wheels off the ground, and it was not good. Yikes. They made a big crunch when it came back down, but nothing got damaged. <laughs> Hope they did. Dad's not watching this podcast. He's probably having an aneurysm right about probably. now. So. But shout out to Mark. I miss Mark. Like, I'd like to see him. Mark? Spend some time with Mark. I know. I think I texted him then. like, dude, what's going on? Oh, my daughter's got to work. It's like, okay, so you're going to let your daughter, your 20-year-old, how old how old's his oldest? I'm not sure. 18, maybe? 19, maybe. 19? I don't know. Come so see I, us, Mark. Anyways, she's going to dictate how old, or not how old, but she's, she's, she's going to dictate whether or not they can come to Lincoln to visit us. That's and okay. the second one was that's okay. I get it. You know. Maybe he doesn't want to visit us. Um, Do you think he wants to come here? I think he does. I think so, too. <laughs> so what are we talking about tonight? You know... Phone's in my pocket. Oops. Here it is. Whoop, there, there it is. is. Whoop, Whoop, there it is. Anyhow, um, questions we had from viewers last week. We kind of had a hiatus a little bit. We 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 recorded, but we kind of pre-recorded a couple podcasts. We weren't kind of kind of in the proverbial real time that we usually are. Yeah. But over the past two weeks, we we've had a couple questions and. I'm going to pull them up now in my notes section of my nice iPhone 13 Pro Max, like the <laughs> biggest of the biggest. Kinda Are you like getting me. paid for this? Huh? No. Are you getting paid for this advertisement? No, not no. Yeah, no. Uh, Tom, you have mentioned in the past the middle. What is the middle and why is it dangerous? Oh, boy. What is the middle? Do you know what that means? Tell me about it. I think you all about I it. I think you know what it is. Do you know what it is? The squishy middle. The squishy middle. Well, we, we what kinda, is the middle from your perspective? We kind of talked about this like yesterday, and I don't want to get emotional, but... <laughs> I won't get emotional. You may get emotional, kind of all girly. Oh, geez. But what girly. did what did you say yesterday? We're at Alchemy at this little place in Lincoln that costs us seventy two dollars before tip. Right for four drinks. Yeah, for four and drinks. Some flatbread. Yeah, and some fl- flatbread was kind of good, but it was, was bacony, yeah, jalapeno-y. Bacon jalapeno flatbread with a yeah, it was good. The middle's dangerous. The middle's dangerous. I don't like the middle. The middle, I don't like the middle. The middle is like, you know, we're talking about this thing, and, and the middle is this area that you feel comfortable, like somewhat comfortable at your job. Like your side, you're in this area, which you're, um, you know, you're not pushing, you're, you're, you're not really challenging yourself, but you're just kind of comfortable where you're at. And that's kind of the most dangerous position where to be. Like you're trying to get define your presence. You remember that yes, conversation? Yes, I do, but we were, were we on the same page? Because that is where it's not comfortable for me. 
It's not comfortable for me to be comfortable because when I'm comfortable, that is not comfortable. That is correct. And that's what I was trying to say that night when, when you're sitting there all a boo-hoo, you're sad. And I'm like, you know, you can't be sad about this stuff. No, I, I'm at a point where like, I'm not a hundred percent sure where I fit in the company. Like we have all these things going on. And no, are you talking about, our, about Soren, our company? Yes. Okay, very good. So this is HR about our company, so wonderful. <laughs> and all the rest of it. Yeah. The middle is a very dangerous place. It is a dangerous place, and that's why I brought it up, because I don't like that dangerous place. No, it's not. Like, where's the vision? What is the vision, and where are we headed? Because I'm feeling like in outer space here just kind of floating in the abyss and i don't know where i fit i think that's i think that's a hard conversation because i think there's two pieces to it i mean because there's the piece of like your reality of where you think you are or where i think you are or where you think i am but i think there's the piece (laughs) of the perception of the people that you're working with and the perception of the people that you're working with is that you're providing a, a tremendous amount of value to the organizations in which you work with. But you may feel that it's rudimentary, that's very simple. It's common sense to you. But the reality is, is that that common sense to you... You know what? I heard today, I listened to a podcast. I was listening to a podcast and I actually heard... you were scraping heard, needles? Yes, actually. Okay. I was... I was cleaning out the pine needles underneath our recently pruned pine needle bush. Thank you, Victor, and his team of four people. Yeah, Victor rocks. Anyway, I was listening to a podcast as I was cleaning out the pine needles, and um, it was actually a podcast on like HR consulting, and they were talking about how oftentimes, you know, you know something, and you know something so well, so you describe it as a level seven, even though you know it as a level ten. You describe it or you teach it at a level seven when you should be teaching it at a level three because not everybody has the expertise that you have. Right. And so even though you think you're at a level 10, you describe it at a level seven, you should be describing it at a level three because there's like this disconnect. And so you know it so well that you just, you think everybody knows it. Yeah. You think everybody has experienced it. You think everybody well, knows it. it. You think it's common sense that's because right. you know it so well. It, but actually, you should be describing it like the very, very, very basics because most people don't know these things. And what does that mean? I mean, I, I know what that means, but what does that mean? It that, means that you have to become a very good storyteller. It means that you have to become a very good... You have to have the ability to tell a story and to explain something on a level... That seems so like, like, just like basic. Like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Like, and you've heard of those like, like commercials or those like documentaries when people try to to explain certain things. It's like, oh yeah, that makes really good sense, sir. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but we were talking last night at the Alchemy about the fact that like. They're freaking ass expensive is what they are. <laughs> yeah, but it was kind of a cool vibe. Yeah, it was nice a cool place. vibe. It Reminds me a- of the nest, but whatever. <laughs> I don't know. But we were talking about the fact that 
like where does HR fit anymore? Like what is I mean HR I, is a freaking checkbox is what it is. HR I, doesn't fit. Well, that pisses me off. It does piss you off, but HR is a checkbox. HR in its total is a checkbox that companies it's have to check. It's either a checkbox or ex- extremely philosophical. And people can handle the checkbox, but they can't necessarily handle the phys- philosophical. That is correct. So, like, I'm in this in-between all the time. You are. I can help people check off the checkbox, but most people don't want to go to the philosophical. Because and so, it- where is it that... I matter. It's not where you matter. It's about the value that you're providing in which to the individuals or the organization in which you serve. It doesn't, I hate to say this. I don't mean to be rude to you. It doesn't matter that you don't think that you don't matter. It's the fact that you matter in the event that you are providing value into the customers in which you serve, which is making their life yet better and helping them achieve the goals that they need to achieve. So basically, screw your personal thoughts. <laughs> and that's kind of where I sit. Like, you know, it, like in my world, everything I do, and I kid you not, I'll go on record on saying this, everything I do, no matter how difficult it may seem or how magic it may be, it may be is very simple to me. It's simple to you, there, but it's like there, there, there revolutionary is, to that company that we it just is, brought on board. But there is zero... There is zero ability in my mind that is like is actually challenging me anymore in doing what I do for others. And other people think you're freaking God because you do what you do and you're making their life so much better and helping them so much farther along. But the reality is, is that, eh, okay, there's nothing mind-boggling about this stuff. And I think that's kind of where you're just starting to kind of get on the cusp of where you're at inside of your career. Like you are an expert among experts about what you do and how you do it and how to read people. But everybody that you work with or most others that you work with are at the point where they're just, they don't get it. And they're finally thinking like, my God, you're a godsend of, of the ability and the insight that you can provide. And you're like, huh. It's like me this morning making an omelet. I made I made a freaking phenomenal a omelet for breakfast. Good omelet. It was a damn good omelet. <laughs> and the reality is, is that you know you thought it was a damn good omelet. I'm like it's just a freaking omelet. It's not that big of a deal. I did scratch the mold off the avocado though. <laughs> oh, that's yummy. Yeah. So, but what I'm saying though is that. The perception is that the middle is a very dangerous place. It's like you cannot get comfortable. And this is where I think you're recognizing it. And I, I, I think that you and I both see that the middle is a very dangerous place. If you get comfortable in the middle of where we're at today, like, you know, we're happy, we're, 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 we're perceived of value to the people that we work with, we're good at what we do. just not good <laughs> that's like two for two last podcast was sicilian chicken freaking soup mm-hmm. excuse me we had really good soup tonight and that was like <laughs> was it chicken yeah sicilian chicken <laughs> i just tasted it it was <laughs> not good gross. it was like a noodle and this podcast was going. spicy what did we have today for dinner we had okay it was really healthy like Cajun cauliflower rice skillet-ish. It was good. 
It was spicy, but... Victoria, I want you to find this, but I'll send you Chevy the Pinterest Chase, recipe. No, Chevy Chase says something about whistling Dixie out his <laughs> hoo-ha back in a video. <laughs> I want you to find it and I clip it right here, but that's about what it's going to be like pretty soon. Oh my gosh. You'll be whistling symphony doodah out of your assholes. But anyways, um, but yeah, the, the, the middle, back to the question, the middle is a very uncomfortable place to be. I mean, if, if, if anybody's at their job and they're comfortable with what they're doing, you should be very freaking scared because at the end of the day, it's like you're just existing. You're not challenging yourself. Yeah. You're not being challenged. And, and it's not a very good place. It's like we're 99.99% of the worker force is anymore. Yeah. And it's a very dangerous place to be. And I think what happened is that when we were out last night, you were concerned about that. Like you're just existing and, you, and it's not healthy for you. No, I don't like that. Like, what are my goals? What am I looking forward to? What are, what is our vision for the company? What are we headed towards? What, what, what is the most impact that I can have in our company, in other people, people's But are you looking this with? for you or are you looking this for others? Both. Why are you looking this for you? Both. Why but does why it matter? do you care about yourself? Why not care about myself? But why? You care about yourself. No, I don't. I could yes, care. you do. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I don't. You can care about yourself and others. I don't care about myself at all. Bullshit. No, I don't. Bullshit. <laughs> what do I care about myself? What do I put in front of my, What do I put for myself before I put... F- forth to others well nothing and that's part of the problem but my point is there's nothing wrong with caring about yourself and caring about others like i care about others ultimately but i i mean i have skin in the game you have skin in the game we don't run our own business because we don't have something in mind for ourselves no i would not run my own business if i if i solely cared even at the 51 percent level about myself more than others that that would like tell me to shut down now. I would exactly. li- I would literally shut the entire place down now and say goodbye, Scott Argo. I love you. I know you comment the most on these posts, <laughs> but I would literally say goodbye if, in the event that I felt like I cared more about myself than I care about others, because at that point it'd be self fulfilling, and I would say that th- this is not right. In no, fact, I see- I, that's not what I'm saying though. There's there's something to be said about caring for yourself and others. And I think that's where you're at. And I think that's where you are at. Like, ultimately, we put others first. That's the way we, that's why we get, like, the short and the sick some of the time. Because the you I, do. The short and the sick? The short end of the stick. Short end of the stick. Yes, that's what stick, I said. Stick, S-T. <laughs> that's what I said. Okay, very good. So... I mean, ultimately, like, you give and give and give and give and give. Like, your motto is give till it hurts and then give more. And I see you do that over and over yeah. and over again. But yet you would not do this if it did not benefit you in some way. Because for you to go work you, for the man is, would kill you. Yes, that would kill me. But that's where you're absolutely wrong. There is no, there is no, there is no part of me that is of of 1% of like where it's going to benefit me. Like there is zero part of me that says, if I do this, then I'm going to retrieve this. There is zero. It, it does not exist. It does exist a little no, bit. No, it does not. Because if you were to work for Scott Argo, but 
you were to say, okay, if I go work for this company, company XYZ, in order to benefit Scott Argo, but you're, you're strapped to this company's demands and wishes and hours and all those sorts of things. I understand what you're saying. You I would not do this. I understand what you're saying. I love Scott Argo. <laughs> Scott Argo, we <laughs> and, love you. And I hope that Scott Argo's name doesn't like be massively Googled here and there. But the reality is, is that I, the ability, like if this is like something, and I know lots of people in, in my position that would profit like hugely off of what we're trying to do or what we're doing in order oh, to yeah. have... That's not what I'm saying no, at all. No, In the slightest, in the least. But if I worked inside of Scott Argo's world, it'd be 100% of, of, of fulfilling the hopes and dreams of the wishes of the people that are applying for and working and getting that housing that which they deserve and which they want and ability to achieve Which is what that. you do now. That is your end goal. It is. That is your end goal is to make sure that the businesses that we serve can do whatever it is that they need to do to serve the people that they serve. And I'm going to go like on a limb there. Like if, if that goal causes them to be highly successful and for me to bankrupt myself, then I'm, then I'll do it. I believe that. And that's a problem. I see that about you. That's an issue. <laughs> That's a that big freaking issue. issue. That is an issue. <laughs> but you know what? At the end of the day, karma is, I mean, I believe in karma. And I have yet, I mean, from hiring individuals to treating customers a certain way or to helping customers realize their dreams. I mean, I believe in karma in such a way that it you're going to be okay. Yes. And my hope is that you, at some point in time, they're going to have your back. And I think we've been very fortunate with the plethora, I hate that word, but who said that the first time? Plethora. Plethora? Plethora. Plethora. Would you say I have a plethora of piñatas? A what? A plethora. Oh, yes. <laughs> you have a plethora. Jefe, what is a plethora? Why, guapo? Well, you told me I have a plethora. And I just would like to know if you know what a plethora is. I would not like to think that a person would tell someone he has a plethora and find out that that person has no idea what it means to have a plethora. Anyways, with the amount of clients and customers that we deal with, that we have probably the 80-20 rule where there's 20% there's right now that get what we're trying to do. Yeah. And there's 80% that freaking take advantage of us of what we're actually doing. It's the 80-20 rule. And my hope is that by the time I'm 65 years old, it's at least 90-10, whereas 90% get it and 10% that don't. I don't know. I don't know. I love the fact that you love your clients and put their needs first. Yeah. But, yeah. But I will fire them in a heartbeat. I, I hear you. I will fire the client in a heartbeat if they're mean. <laughs> There's no you. reason to be mean. Those are few and far between, but they have happened. Almost happened last week. Yeah. Almost happened last week. I know. We won't go into detail on that one. We won't go into detail. Yeah. Respect 
R-E-S-P-E-C-T. <laughs> Is that enough for today? No. Are we good? I have one more question. Oh, one more um, question. I'm going to read this because it came in via email. Okay. And I haven't read it yet, but I'm going to read it. I copied and pasted it before this podcast, threw it out in notes, and went. Okay. I want you to be the first to respond. <laughs> Okay, let's do it. If I pursue what I think is my passion, but don't come close to achieving what I want, will I have wasted my time? That's a tough question. Ultimately, no. I think you have to do whatever it is that you feel passionate about. And whether you win or you lose or you learn, um, I think there's always something to be said about pursuing your passion. I mean, it's like this. If I pursue what I think is my passion, but don't come close to achieving what I want, will I have wasted my time? And the answer is absolutely not. No. I mean, because life changes. I mean, look at you. I mean, I, mean, I don't want to use, use the word, the F word, but freak. <laughs> Freak what? Four years ago, you you didn't maybe five years ago you did not even own two nine by thirteens. <laughs> now that is an inside joke, y'all. Your mother is jealous of you because you own two nine by thirteens or more than two nine by thirteens. Yeah, cooking pans. Let me just read. <laughs> but I think the reality is is that like you know life changes, and I mean, what was my passion ten years ago? Versus my passion now versus what will my passion be in 10 years from now? Well, I think that's, you know, that is a long, deep subject because we have had situations and scenarios in our life. Yes. We have had situations and scenarios in our life where people have said, you've changed. Yeah. You're supposed to change. Like you are not supposed no, to say let's, the same, let's same a, let's, person yeah, you are for stop. 20 years. Let's take a step back. You, you changed. You had family members tell, telling you, hey, Michaela, you've changed. Yes. Yeah. What's that like? I'm supposed to change. Yeah. You are supposed to to change you are not supposed to be the same got, person you were 10 years ago i think someone said to me once like oh you changed and it's because i wore different sunglasses yeah no that's not what i'm talking about i know i'm but talking about a much deeper level than yeah. that like we are supposed to grow we are supposed to change we are supposed to evolve and with if, if we don't we are dead so if you're not changing if you're not growing if you're not learning if you're right. not evolving what is the point of life what is the point i agree with you with that you are supposed to change you are supposed to grow you are supposed to become a better different more evolved person Worldly and person. if you don't if you don't what is the point in life like we are not supposed to be the same person that we were at 22 we are supposed to grow and change and different seasons bring different growth, brings different I, experiences, brings different, just different. 
And if somebody expects you to be the same person you were 10 years ago, 20 years ago, what the hell? That's exactly right. You and I will be different people in a year from now. I expect us to be. I expect us to grow together. I expect, expect us to grow forward. I expect us to grow in a million different ways. And that is not a bad thing. That is a beautiful thing. We will grow. There's no doubt about it. We will change. We will, we will have different interests. We will have different goals. We will have a different mindset. And I expect that. Right. And if we don't have that, what are we doing? We're dead. We're done. We're done. But Jesus will still drive an Astro van. <laughs> Jesus is still going to drive an Astro van. Now, I'm excited to see what's going to happen in a year. Like, look at what has happened in the last two years. Right. I would never have imagined we would be here today. And I am so excited business-wise, personal-wise. Like, I, there's a million different reasons a million different ways that I am excited to see how we will grow and change and evolve. And I can't wait for that process. I'm so excited for it. I know. And I think some people, I think that's where individuals will get scared. Like even like in personal relationships, I mean, people will get scared of like, what happens if something changes tomorrow? Like, will, will we be the same person? Will this be, be the same thing? And I think that's where people end up falling apart. That's sad. I think you have certain individuals that, you know, will want to be things like, like, well, this is the way that we were 20 years ago or that we were last year. <laughs> getting close to a bathroom break here. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No. no, I hate that phrase. I hate this is the way we've always done. It is the most This is the way we've always dangerous done. That is the most, phrase. That's the middle again, it's you know. It's it's like death. It is. Like you, uh, this is the way we've always done it, is death. It is. I hate that phrase. Like you have to be willing to change, grow, evolve, learn, do things different. And it is uncomfortable as hell. Like I would like nothing more than to go back to my old habits of two years ago, but I know it does not fit me. It does not fit me, and I cannot go back so there. So you would like to go, to go back to your old you want to go back to your old habits for two years ago? Yes, no. So what's a habit two years ago you had that you'd like to go back to? Yes, no. Just the comfortable of knowing what is there. It's not necessarily comfortable not to know what's going to happen in six, six months from now. So what, so what you're saying is I get this, and I've never experienced this because I don't know what that feels like. I understand that you may feel that you do, but you mean that like you know say a year in advance or two years that waking up on a Monday or waking up on a Tuesday, you know what that day is going to be. You start at eight, you, you, you get off at five, you get home, see the family, do the dinner thing, hang out with the kids, whatever you're going to do, then go to bed and wake up and do it again. Like there was a comfortability of like, you have this repeatable process over and over and over yes. again. I mean, our brain is comfortable with what we know, no matter how, comfortable it is like it one of my favorite songs on the face of the earth is painting pictures of egypt by sarah groves check it out 
And some of the lyrics are, I've been painting pictures of Egypt, leaving out what it lacks. Um, I, I, can't, I can't go back to what I've learned. And it's, it's, about, it's all about growth, and it's all about promise, and it's all about, um, you, you can't go back to what you knew because you know something different now. And it's a beautiful picture, it's a beautiful song about looking towards the future and the promise of tomorrow. And we, we can't go back to the things we once knew because we've outgrown them. And that's exactly what I'm talk, talking about. These things are comfortable. We know them. We know them with familiarity. We are comfortable with them because we've been there. But we know there's something greater beyond. And if we let ourselves go back to that familiar place, we're not going to grow to that familiar or to that unfamiliar beyond. And it's uncomfortable. And people don't necessarily like that. They don't like the unknown. And... I can't. I cannot handle the thought of staying stagnant and being here and being familiar, staying in the familiar of the known, knowing there's so much more beyond. Does that make sense? Makes perfect sense. This is where I've lived my entire life. Is like I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but what's really weird is that, and we've talked about this before on previous podcasts, maybe episode number four or something stupid. I don't know, but it's like. The reality is, is that I, I, I don't necessarily care what happens tomorrow. I have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow at 8 a.m. I have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow at 6 a.m. I have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow at 6 p.m. I have zero clue. But the reality is, is that I have every ability to keep my like home life in this weird model of like this like set environment. I think you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I like, do. like we wake up in the morning, we make our bed together. <laughs> we're we, very predictable. We're very predictable. I mean, our home life is like stamped out to be like super predictable. I mean, there, there is nothing like we leave the house every morning and everything is what we consider our perfect. Do I have something here? No, I'm just thinking. I'm thinking. It's thinking. About <laughs> here. I'm thinking. So, but, but the reality is, is that our perfect is that like we leave our environment and come home to our environment and it's always the exact same. And it's like this like massive reset that we have. But the reality is that our entire world outside of this place is so freaking chaotic as far as what we do and how we do it. It's, it's unbeknownst to most people. Like. I don't think most people could survive in that world. No, they couldn't. Like, look at yesterday. Like, yesterday, we had no idea what was happening. Yesterday, my parents called. They're like, you want to have dinner? Like, We're like, yes, come over at 6. We were up and over. In a span of 15 seconds, somebody called and said, hey, let's get together and talk about this position or potential opportunities with our business that's right so we have our parents coming over and we have this person coming over for potential business opportunities dropping off the the camper up in omaha like 
that morning <laughs> and and driving back and forth and hauling stuff back and, and forth. And then, so we have dinner with our parents. We have this person with this opportunity business, and all these things are happening at mm-hmm. once. And then we're like, okay, let's go to the alchemy for drinks afterwards, just to chill. And like, we never know what's going to happen no. during their day, but we always know we are secure in one another. It's and we weird. Are secure in just our philosophy and our thoughts and our goals and our vision and our big picture. Maybe that's really effed up. Maybe that is. Maybe that's not a good place to be. I don't think many people can. But it's like what I said before, like when we come home, like you've, you mentioned this before, like what we, we are fortunate. We're blessed. I guess that's the word that you, if your word's not mine, well, mine too, but, the words are like, we're blessed in the environment that we live in, the home that we live in, the scenery that we have. We're able to chill out here at the nest or to look upon the, you know, at the deck or whatever it is and just see just rolling hills and... Can't imagine anything better. I mean, we can't imagine anything better. And like, but we always want to leave here, like this, this oasis. Yeah, but I mean, we've traveled to California, we've traveled to Utah, we've traveled to Florida. We traveled to all these places. We've been all over. This is our, one of our top favorite places. It is. And how, how amazing that is that to be able to say. It's like I said before, I think, I think the reason is because we truly like the ability. Ability. We have the ability. I think we like the feeling of, of driving up that long winding driveway and feeling like, this is freaking awesome. Like that whole experience of driving up to the place. Like that first time you drove up to that real cool national monument. <laughs> Not that this is by any means, <laughs> but you're driving up that thing. Like, wow, this is really awesome. Like reliving that experience. Like every other day of the week for, for me, I mean, even when I drive home from work, I, I mean, I honestly want to leave the driveway to come back up the driveway <laughs> to experience like, wow, this is really Coming cool. Back to the driveway. It's really cool. Hashtag blessed. Yeah. Bust? Blessed. Oh, blessed. Isn't it? Like, blessed. Like, bust. No. Bust. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, it's like it's like that whole feeling of like, that's just nice. Yeah. And what's our pack that we're going to do for the month of, of November? And no, it's not the no nut November. <laughs> it's the other November. And there's like all sorts of no something November, like no shave November, no, I don't Not, you can say it. No what? No nut November. That's not on my list. Do you know what that is? <laughs> no. You never heard of that? No. Anyway. No, no. Our no, plan. No, you've never heard of no nut November? I, no. Okay. No shave November. I no, there's no shave. There's no also no no nut is a thing for guys that no nut November. Yeah. I no. Okay. 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 Sorry, Victoria. Plug your ears. Sorry, Victoria's parents. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. No, we're I mean, like our goal, like we love to like socialize and go out and do our thing and be in the city and all that stuff. But we have this amazing place. So we're tired of kind of eating out and doing that thing. I'm a damn good cook. If you come, I mean, really. Thank God Pinterest. <laughs> Pinterest tracks. I would die without it. She's actually a damn good cook as long as she's following damn good directions <laughs> off damn good Pinterest pins. <laughs> 
Okay, true. I can't make stuff up, but Pinterest has some rocking but seriously, recipes. The month of November is like no more eating out at restaurants. Right, just you and I. Unless we have like social things going on, because sometimes if somebody like, invites us out to a restaurant, then we are all like balls in. We're gonna go. <laughs> right. But right. if yeah, we just aren't gonna go. Hey, do you want to go to out to eat? And we're not gonna do it. No, because sometimes we like go out two, three, four times a week, and I'm like, why are we doing this? We have this gorgeous place. I can cook. It's a lot cheaper. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. This is more enjoyable. So why do we feel like we have to run off and? be busy all the time sometimes i think we just don't know how to chill no i think that's a problem too that's an issue we talked about that dinner tonight we did talk about that at dinner. we don't know how to actually relax like what is fun what is fun what is fun like we're go 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 all the time we built we didn't build we had but we built we constructed a Two to three thousand dollar workout room in the basement. There's a room in the basement that that, that do was not that, confess such things. That was like storage room, right? We're like, hey, we're gonna build out like a workout room. So we go to Shields, and we got, hey, we're gonna buy an elliptical machine, and we're gonna buy a rowing machine. We're gonna buy weight sets, weight bench. We even have medicine balls, medicine y'all. balls, and yoga balls, and other balls and exercise exercise bands, bands and hooks and on the yoga ceiling bricks and everything you'd want to have inside everything. of a inside of a top notch facility home workout facility center and we've not even used it yet we had more fun building it than we had even using it we're like what's our next project <laughs> Like, that's us. Like, what's our next thing? I mean, what's you, our next project? What are we, we going to grow? What are we going to build? We, can, we can't just, like, enjoy it and do it. And It's all automated. There's flat screen TVs in there. Like there, you say, Alexa, turn on the fan. Yeah, there's fans. There's, and the, the fan will come on. The fan will come on. But we've used it twice. And we used it twice. And the first time was like, okay. The second time was yoga. And that fucked. Yoga, killed me. yoga was amazing. No. Yoga was amazing. Like <sighs> I think you farted twice. I did not. <laughs> Maybe that was me. That was you. That was totally you. You get my legs in those directions and squeaky things happen. I think it's about that time to end this podcast. Are we done? <laughs> Anyways, I love you. I love you too. We are going to end this podcast on a good note so we can actually go back in the house and actually get some work done. We have a couple reviews tomorrow. We do have reviews. A couple clients and so on and so forth. Got to kind of wear this thing off. Okay. Anyways, comment below if you have any questions, concerns, or, you know, dial 911, whatever you want to do. (laughs) What the hell? Yeah, feel free. Did we just listen to? I'm not sure either. I don't know. It's okay. Therapy 101. Therapy 101. It's good. It's good. All right, everybody. If you have any questions, check it out below. Leave a comment. Leave a post. We probably won't. Well, actually, we probably will read them. Yeah, we probably will. (laughs) Probably comment below and send you a free t-shirt or something. Maybe. So, anyways, catch you guys later and have a great night. Is that the bad ending? I don't know. Do we feel like we're just cutting it short like a bad date? Like, uh... Well, it was like one of those weird 
dates like you're like it was interesting like last Why night well, like on saturday night again? when someone says hey can we join you for dinner we're like sure and i was like what the hell just happened there that was your trip anyway next podcast we definitely got to dissect that one okay all right everybody check you guys later and uh i got you <laughs> bye